This episode of Ticket Rippers is brought to you by Popeye's Chicken. The the way to... <laughs> I was going to make it seem like it was a real ad. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back. If you're new here, welcome to the Ticket Ripper Podcast. My name, as always, has been Kameen, your humble host, the greatest host of all time. How you doing? How you doing? You doing all right, little buddy? You little baby? You little baby, did you eat today? You eat you, you little, you, you little food? We got a little food in your tummy, a little belly? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> know why I like baby talking, you guys. But it's fun. Man, I I got my oil changed today, and I met some dude who just wanted to talk to me for some reason. Uh, and I'm like, hey, bro, this is Texas. The odds of you and me having uh, views that are going to line up are very slim, my friend. Very slim. So let's just uh, let me let me put my AirPods back in and watch my TikToks, huh? Um, and he continued to talk to me about his Ford Explorer for like an hour. So didn't get a lot of TikTok in, which is great. Uh, hey, shout out to that guy who wouldn't let me watch my TikToks in peace. You can, uh, go to hell. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't that important. It was just, just TikTok. Just the only time that I had scheduled for myself today to unwind, uh, because I have a pretty, <laughs> pretty book day. So thanks guy. Your Ford Explorer was really interesting to hear you drone on about. <sighs> Last time I wear my uh, my work jacket in public again, people think people think that I have interest in things that they have interest in because I work in in a general area of cars, and I'm just like, listen, bud, I don't care, okay? You might be looking at me, you might be looking at me. You see my jacket, you see I've got my AirPods in, but you seen the jacket? I'm gonna just save you some time, eh, bruv? I don't care. Um, don't talk to me. If I've got AirPods, here's the thing about it. It's a golden rule. I got two AirPods in. Don't talk to me. Don't 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 say words to me. My he, the funny part was that he wasn't even in my eye line. So like legitimately, he had to lean over out of his chair and wave his fingers in front of like in my in my peripheral vision he didn't wave his hand in front of my face but in like he, he was trying to get my attention and i thought i like dropped something i was like oh yo what's up and he's just like do you work do you work with and then insert company here and i was like uh yeah yeah i, I, I do and he's like how's it going for you guys i was like bro i'm not about to sit here and talk about like i it's my day off bruv i'm clearly not at my location. So what you gonna talk to me about my work for? But I'm from Kansas. I'm a nice little boy. I'm a nice little baby boy. So I let the dude vent. Talk to me about how he was getting mufflers exchanged. And I was just like, okay. Whatever, bro. And now I'm here. Sitting in a sitting in a chair. About to talk to you about some stuff. And you know what's really funny? 
these are my favorite conversation. Conver- oh, these are my favorite conversations to have, or the ones that I have with you, because specifically because of the fact that you don't say anything back. Which some may say that I'm not talking to anybody. Some could argue that I'm just talking to myself, sitting here in the desolate quietude of my one-bedroom apartment. I don't know if any of those words are real. They sound real. I'm going to make them real. Because here's the thing about it. Words are all fake until somebody makes them a thing. You think, you think cap was something we used that way before? But no, somebody out there decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna speak that way. I'm gonna start talking like that. This is gonna mean this now. And then somebody not as cool was like, I like the way you say that. I'm gonna say it. And then that not as cool person becomes cooler to everybody else because they're like, Oh, that's so cool that you say that. And they're like, Yeah, I completely came up with it all by myself. So yeah. And that's that's how the world works. Anyway, we're going to be talking about some movies today. Um, essentially, like, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I try not to plan this stuff out as much as I can. Um, but I definitely have to talk about this because if you have not seen the trailer for Jurassic Park or Jurassic World Dominion yet, you got to go watch it. Pause this, pause, this, uh, pause this podcast right now. Go on IMDb and watch the trailer for Jurassic Park Dominion. Or YouTube. I don't care. You have to see it. It's fantastic. I I was afraid. I'm not going to lie to you. Especially with like the weight and everything. And how like. Judging by like how movies have been going recently. Like there's just been a decline in quality. It, to some extent. Like obviously like big, 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 big budget. Uh, like big boy studio movies. Like they're going to shell out. But like for the most part. Like some movies that are coming out are just like, eh. like COVID movies are just kind of lame. Um, but this one, this is something else, man. Jurassic Park Dominion. I was afraid it was going to look bad, but what a trailer, man. It had everything I wanted. It had everything I needed. Um, I don't know, man. I just really wasn't expecting it to be that enjoyable to watch. Like just the trailer. Um, because like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I mean, I guess I just described it. Yeah. COVID movies, like people have dropped the bar quite a bit. Um, people have just like lowered their standards for what a big budget movie needs to have. And honestly, like just where I wanted this, cause the, the last time that they did this whole, like, Oh, well, like now the dinosaurs are in the real world now, not on an Island anymore. Because that's the thing about it is like any any time that they do these Jurassic uh, Park movies, there has to be a level of isolation. Uh, obviously, like the um, the island was the biggest uh, obvious like point of isolation, uh, so the dinosaurs can't get out. Um, but the one time that they did like the oh dinosaurs let loose on the city, uh, they did it incorrectly, which was um, the Lost World, uh, where they like there was a T Rex that came to new york or whatever it's called and that's the reason they did it wrong they did one giant dinosaur in a city with like tall buildings and whatnot we've done that before the japanese have been doing that since like the 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 50s 
the minute somebody was like, like, hey, yo, check out this new technology. It's a camera. Some Japanese dude out there was like, bro, dress up as a lizard and ruin and destroy my Legos. How how cool would that be? It's gonna look like you're destroying a city. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Godzilla, dude. Classics. They've been making they've been making Godzilla movies since movies became a thing. There was some random dude out there doing like Citizen Kane, like meh, see? And then in Japan they were like, you should dress up as a lizard. And start fighting this dude dressed up as a moth. <laughs> but then at some point they were like, how dope are these? And they made like 50 of them. And then now the United States was like, yo, what if you like, what if you like attack New York and like Ferris Bueller was a scientist? Uh, and then we were like, okay. And then my generation of Americans were like, yo, this movie's dope. Gochira. Gochira. That's a quote from the movie. I'm not trying to be racist. Um, and it was dope. I liked it, but I'm not sure if it was the best Godzilla movie, especially because they turned him into a T-Rex. Like, what did we think? A giant lizard wasn't going to look good. And then we made three more. The first one, uh, Godzilla, was good. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was dope. I liked the, the, one of the cool things about it was like the reveal of his laser breath was pretty, pretty cool. I remember that. Um, and then, uh, King of Monsters was just, I'm not going to say King of Monsters was a good movie. I'm going to say King of Monsters was just really, really good to watch. It was insanely entertaining, which I've already done an episode on, which you can find. It's, it wouldn't be hard to find. There's only 40 episodes, uh, <laughs> of this podcast, but, um, but we've done it. We've done it. We've done the giant, the 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 small number of giant monsters or giant, you know, lizards in the city. It's been done. That's why the Lost World didn't work. I mean, half the movie was on the island again. Great. But this, the reason I like this trilogy for the Jurassic World trilogy, because Jurassic World rocked. There was a little bit too much Samsung ads in it for me, but it rocked. Because the the way that you start a trilogy, like obviously you want to you want to keep an aspect of like you want to tie it into because they could have gone two ways about it. They could have made a new Jurassic World or Jurassic Park movie and made it as if the old ones never happened. But instead, they decided to go the route of tying it in, which is good. It's smart because now you keep that same like like legacy, I guess, in there which opens up a lot of opportunities for nostalgic people, which apparently like I would have been fine with them starting a whole new trilogy, just like, like fresh off the, uh, you know, fresh. But I think the issue is people, there's a lot more money to be made in nostalgia. So like, if you say like, Oh no, it takes place in the same universe. So like just way in the future, like they continued his work or anything like that. And I think it was a smart idea to go that route because then like, they, it, I mean, it ended up being one of the like, highest grossing movies of all time i think uh it literally became one of the biggest movies on the planet um and i loved it i loved the movie i thought it i thought what made it really fresh was the, the i mean obviously with technology advancing so much in animation um or in vfx like we were able to just make it a really like what i liked was that we 
because of the technology, we're now able to see so many more dinosaurs. Like T-Rexes are cool, but like everybody's seen a T-Rex. Like you can pretty, it's the most, here's the thing about dinosaurs. It is an un, it is an unmatched fact that T-Rexes are the most boring <laughs> of all the dinosaurs. <laughs> it's when you think dinosaur, a T-Rex is literally something a five-year-old could think up because that's it. That's all like, it's just, oh, he's got like lizard skin and big teeth and like big feet and he walks like a chicken kind of um but like it's the most boring dinosaur out there but if you look at like dino books and like all that kind of stuff and like you read up on this stuff like there's a lot of dinosaurs and they are nuts um so yeah i'm really that's one of the things i liked about this uh about jurassic world was that um uh, was that th we were able to experiment more with like the different kinds of dinosaurs that there could be, but not just that, but like the concept of like, oh, now we are creating dinosaurs. Cause that was the, the issue with uh, Hammond was that he was re um, he was refreshing uh, a creation that had been extinct and something that was, he, he was, he, he was bringing in an animal that was no longer, it had no place in our food chain because the place on the food chain is probably at the top and the dinosaur like that was the the the, the sin was uh, of the first trilogy was oh we um we are messing with things that we were playing god and we were messing with things that the natural course like nature has taken its course with it already they went extinct for a reason like nature for some reason wasn't dinosaurs extinct but now they take that a step further. Like what's worse than bringing back dinosaurs is making our own experimenting with stuff and actually playing God. And I think that is what just drew me to it. So it's because they, it, it gives this like, it gives this um, just like this. It's more than just, Oh, it's a, it's a giant lizard that eats you. It's, Oh, this is a giant lizard who is, like hunting you. This is a giant lizard who you know nothing about that is actively like you it has a brain. It's not just you know lizard eating things. Is is this all making sense? I <laughs> I I'm saying a lot of things. But anyway, um one of the reasons I love this trailer so much is because of the fact that that you get all that you get every single thing that I just talked about. You get multiple dinosaurs in multiple situations. It 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 brings in the best of what um of what Jurassic World brought to the the, the Jurassic Park franchise is the freshness, the VFX, but also it brings in one of my favorite aspects of the Jurassic uh, World fallen kingdom movie which is like fallen kingdom is barely an action movie it is a horror movie there is a humongous uh, J.A. bayona did an insanely good job at turning jurassic world and like basically like because it was a mo like the isolation on the island like obviously like th that gives you the ability to do like full out chaos 
But J.A. Bayona with the second one, it gave him, he, he, he had the genius idea of working with the isolation. Cause I don't know if he, if he wrote it, um, I can guess I can check, but essentially the isolation or the, 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 the frame or the size of the movie is smaller now because it's limited to a, like just one location, uh, which is the house, the gigantic super rich boy house that he's in. Um, and essentially that, like for most people, like, oh, you're going to make a dinosaur movie inside of a house. Like that's a nightmare. And Jay Biona said, yeah, I mean, that is a nightmare. And then he said, oh, that's a nightmare. And he went a horror movie route with it, which I think was genius. I think was just absolutely like nuts, dude. When I was watching it. There was like some suspenseful moments that I was just like, dude, this is insane. The the choice to make a lot of it, like the majority of this movie in the nighttime was a un, unreal uh, directing choice. Which I mean, I don't know if he's like fully responsible for it. I mean, I would love to believe that he is, there is a, a huge part of him or that he was a huge part of the movie feeling the way it did, but it's just, it has this different vibe completely from any of the Jurassic world movies or Jurassic park movies. And I love it. I love it. I think it's incredible. Um, cause there's all, you always have to have a night scene in, in a Jurassic park movie because like the way there's just something about the way that a, a, a big lizard is lit at nighttime. It's just dope. And, I can see that they're doing, they're still going with like, cause I mean, the chaos is just, you have to take the chaos to level 17 now. Cause we, we, we can't just do like dinosaurs in one little location anymore. You have to take it up to another notch and dominion is doing that dude. The Mosasaur is their single greatest idea that they did with Jurassic world. Having him be released upon the, the world is horrifying. Seeing him bite into that crab box on the trailer is incredible. I think, so this is obviously, like, they're planning on this one being the last Jurassic Park movie. I think that that is a good idea. I don't think we should do the Jurassic World or Jurassic Park or, like, multiple dinosaurs or anything thing like that anymore. I think, the, see, the, the thing about it is, like, the... The thing that I would like to see them do next, this company at least, is rather than doing Jurassic Park movies like, oh, what if a dinosaur was let loose here? Like, the cool thing that I could see a movie being about, and I feel like there's some B-movie out there, is a movie taking place in actual dinosaur time, like way back in the day. And obviously this is a nightmare on VFX because... Most people would want to make it this like Willy Wonka candy land. Everything glows BS in the past. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying, dude. Do you hear me? Do you guys actually hear me talking right now? I, I don't even know what I'm saying. The words coming out of my mouth mean nothing. I'm just going on and on. Oh, my God. 
if I had to, if I had to like say one thing that I, I really think that they need to do more of with the Jurassic world uh, franchise or Jurassic park franchise, there are an enormous number of prehistoric um, ocean creatures that we have never like the Mosasaur. It's one of the reasons I love the Mosasaur so much is because of the fact that we've never seen anything like this outside of like the Meg. Um, you know, obviously we do like, you know, um, like shark movies every once in a while, but there are so many dinosaurs that like are in the ocean that are the most horrifying. Thing. There's a shark that had like a saw in its mouth and I, I'm not even joking. It literally had teeth in a vertical position on its mouth. Its jaw was like a saw blade sticking out of its mouth. Look it up. I don't know what it's called. It's disgusting but the animals were also so much bigger than like like a blue whale is like small compared to like some of the creatures that were out there i i I think blue whales are the most horrifying thing on the planet and if you don't understand why i don't know if i can communicate with you as a human being i don't know if i can be around you if you don't understand what's so horrifying about whales whales are the most terrifying creatures on the planet because like Cause hear me out, like sure, maybe an orca or a shark or a hippo, like they're big and they'll kill you. But a whale, like you could be swimming through the ocean and a whale could come up next to you just to say hi. It's not gonna touch you. It's not gonna eat you. It's not. It's not. Doesn't have any malicious intent towards you. But that thing wants to dive. It lifts up that tail. You somehow get get like put underneath the tail. He smacks down 50 foot of whale meat on your cranium. You pass out, you're drowning, and the only person around to save you is a blue whale. If you don't understand what's wrong with the ocean, I don't know if I can associate with you. And you, you, you might be thinking to yourself, that sounds a little harsh. Like, why would you completely cut somebody out of your life? Like, especially somebody who you don't even know. Like, I don't, I don't know if I even know you if you're listening to this podcast. But, like, why would you cut that person off from your entire life just because of the fact that they don't think that the ocean or the whales are that bad? Listen, man. When I go to the beach and I wanna, I'm, I'm trying to swim, you know? I'm trying to swim, you know? I'm hanging out, feeling the waves, feeling the sand. My wife, my spouse, who loves the ocean, by the way, absolutely adores the ocean, will not go past chest height water. And I asked her, I was like, oh, like, like, man, like you like the ocean more than more than I do. And I'm like willing to go a little deeper, at least like I'm okay. Like, I just need a little time to warm up to it. But then she tells me, I don't mess with 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 the tide, man. Like, I don't mess with the riptides. And I asked her, well, what you mean? She's like, well, you could literally get pulled out all the way out into the deep ocean. And, like, there's no way to get back. Like, you have to have somebody come out and, like, fly out to you to get you. And if you don't understand why that is the most insane idea i don't know if i can associate with you as a person if you don't see what's wrong with that is that literally i could be chilling eating a sammy on the beach my kid could be in the ocean and he could i could just be like all right like i'm just gonna 
I'm just going to sit here and eat my sandwich. I could be, I could be, I could stop paying attention to him for 10 seconds. And the kid is gone. And obviously that makes me a bad parent. But at the same time, what the hell? Why do we go in there? I don't, I don't mess with the ocean. I'm okay with going to the beach and hanging out in the water. But the minute my feet come off the ground, it's like, that's a life or death situation right there, dude. That's a life or death situation and you can't tell me otherwise. And that is the most horrifying, the most horrifying thing I can think about. Because here's the thing about it. Oh, Ben, why are you afraid of the ocean? I'm like, because you don't know what's in there. Like, you can tell me all the creatures on the planet. We don't know what's in there. Do you know how much of the ocean that they discovered? 7%. Do you know what that means? It means we don't know anything about the ocean. We don't know a thing about the ocean. We send drones to Mars, but we know 7% of the ocean. You realize there could be a literal skyscraper at the bottom of the ocean. We don't know that. There could be UFOs at the bottom of the ocean, and we don't know that. There could be a literal society of aqua people at the bottom of the ocean, and we don't know that. Does that not freak you out? There could be mosasaurs still alive to this day, eating crabs the size of Priuses, and we don't know that. And you can tell me, oh, like, you know, we send people down there all the time, like, but they never see anything. I'm like, bro, we know 7% or it's a very small number. Don't, don't take the statistic for, for, for gospel. It is an insanely small number that we know of the ocean. And yet we, yet we're sending drones to Mars, to Mars. We don't know the ocean. You are all this like, we got the space stations up there floating around and stuff like that. And they're just like, look at how, how advanced our technology is in this world. I'm like, yo, bro, you really want to impress me? Make a city at the bottom of the ocean. Make, make a, make a ocean station the size of like a little city at the bottom of the ocean. Then I'll be impressed. Until then, you ain't nothing, bruv. You ain't, you ain't. You ain't a little thing. I don't know how I got back to the ocean. I think the ocean is so much of a fear of mine that no matter what, it dictates my life. It dictates my life. When when I moved here to Texas, I <laughs> when I'm, I'm about to say something ridiculous. When I moved here to Texas, I could feel in my body that I was more unsettled because I was closer to the ocean. <laughs> I was just like ocean when it rains my skin crawls my skin crawls as if it's raining acid because i know that some of the water in that rain probably came from the ocean disgusting you know people pee in the ocean people tell me that you know people pee in the ocean i'm like bro i'm people <laughs> i pee in the ocean all the time you know who else pees in the ocean Blue whales. Imagine 
Imagine the amount of piss a blue whale outputs. It's it's an it's got to be an ungodly amount. The thing's 150 feet long. The thing is a literal moving like it's like a train. It's a bus. That thing is is enormous. Imagine how much pee it puts out, man. The 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 yield on a cow on 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 a on a, on a not a cow the yield of, of of pee to like body ratio on on a, on a blue whale's got to be enormous. You got to be able to fill like like tankers full of that pee. And now for some reason I'm talking about pee, dude. <laughs> I realize that I do get off track sometimes. When I'm supposed to be talking about movies, this is supposed to be a movie podcast, but let's be real here. It evolved into something different because last week, <laughs> last week, I, I never, I didn't even realize this until my sister, my sister, I accidentally called my sister and we just had a conversation because she had something to tell me about my podcast. I did not even realize that last week I called my, I titled my podcast Encanto and the, and the revolution into our constitution or something stupid like that i don't remember the title and so essentially i was going to talk about encanto which i did not realize maybe some little kids scrolling through spotify or scrolling through apple podcasts would see that would see the episode name is encanto and he's like oh i want to hear what this put i want to hear what this person talk about because not 10 minutes into the podcast I start talking about pornography and my encounters with them in public school. <laughs> I start talking about biology and how I saw a cooch in the hallway outside of my gym, man. <laughs> and she told me, my sis, I accidentally called my sister and she's like, hey, I got to tell you something about your podcast. <laughs> She said, I thought you were going to talk about Encanto. Uh, and I don't know why I'm saying Encanto. <laughs> Encanto. She was like, I thought you were going to talk about Encanto. But then I did not expect to hear about your four, your first, your first experience with porn. <laughs> and, uh, Oh, my poor sister, dude. <laughs> my poor sister. Just sitting there so so innocently trying to listen to... And keep in mind here, my sister's not 12, which is why I found this so funny, which is why it wasn't, like, traumatizing for me. My sister's not, like, fifth, like 14 or anything like that. She's a, like, 27-year-old woman <laughs> who teaches kids for a living. <laughs> And she's calling me, telling me about how it was such a it was such a jarring experience to hear about how her brother experienced cooch in the hallway outside of the gym in seventh grade. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry to my sister. My. 
it, I, she told me that I need to put, if I ever have issues like that again, where I just somehow bring up porn, that I need to talk, I need to put a disclaimer <laughs> before the podcast. <laughs> so I guess I have to do that now. Um, and here I am talking about it again. <laughs> oh, but I thought I thought you guys would enjoy hearing that. Whoever you are, somewhere out there, there's a dude with some AirPods in, listening to my voice. That's just weird to think about, ain't it? Whoever you are, I love you. You're you're the reason I live. Uh, aside from like I don't know a whole lot of other things, I just said it to make you feel better about yourself. You're important. You are loved. And you are wanted. Go hug your mom. Read a book. And remember, Jesus loves you all the time. Uh, oh, actually, sorry, I'm not done. I need to plug myself. Uh, if you think any of my views are ridiculous or stupid or you think this podcast is boring uh, and you want to tell me about it, you want to tell me almost directly to my face, tweet me. Tweet me. You won't. You won't. Tweet me. Little wuss. Little baby. Oh, well, oh, I want to tweet him, but I, I don't, I don't want him to, I don't want him to perceive me. Tweet me, you, you little punk. You little, oh, you got a little, you got a little, uh, you got a little, you, your thumbs a little sore. You want to tweet? You want to tweet some stuff? Um, did my views on Jurassic World make you make make you upset? Make you a little grumpy? Tweet me. You won't, you baby. You 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 little dork. You won't. You won't because you don't have a spine. Tweet me. Tweet me. At Ticket Ripper Pod. Uh, subscribe on Spotify. I think that's the only app that lets you subscribe. Uh, follow or do whatever your podcast app lets you do. Uh, and share this. Share this. Share this podcast so that I can make big money. Big money. Benji Big Bunny. My name is Benjamin. Benjamin Big and Money are three words that go so well together. Big Money Benjamin. Dude, I was born to have money. Help me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Man, dude, I'm on a roll at the end of this podcast. I talked. I get too into specifics and technicals in, in the middle of these podcasts for some reason. But then I just bring it home, huh? Share the podcast. Uh, tell your mom. Uh, and let's go, baby. Let's go. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Remember, Jesus loves you all the time.